0: Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode we're going to talk about how you can trade GameStop stock, how you can trade AMC stock, and how you can trade Dogecoin to make a crap ton of money. Okay, obviously we're not going to talk about that, but that's just something crazy that's going on, and I needed a different way to start the podcast besides just saying, welcome back guys, it's Ian Kenrick at Ion Motive here. So we just started with that. But let's get into it. Today, I'm going to be talking about how you can challenge errors in your thinking and challenge negative thoughts, right? So often, thoughts just pop into our head and we accept them as true without even thinking about them. But if we actually take a minute to step back and slow down, it's easy to see that a lot of our negative thoughts, specifically our automatic negative thoughts, commonly referred to as ants, we can realize that, oh, this is just emotional. There's no evidence supporting this thought. In reality, if I actually use some reasoning and use some logic, I can overcome this negative thought and I can show that it is not true. I do not have to accept it. A lot of times our automatic negative thoughts stem from errors in our thinking. And I'm going to talk about a couple of different examples of common thinking errors today, because I guarantee you probably do one of the ones I talk about. In pretty much every common thinking error I read about, I had done that before. I had had that error in my thinking. So it's important to to know some of them, because once you understand what a common thinking error is, you can recognize it when you use it in your thoughts. You can say, oh, whoa, whoa, this is just X, this is just Y. Now, if I slow down and think about it, I can realize this negative thought is not true. Ultimately, the way to challenge negative thoughts, to overcome negative thoughts, is to think of the rational response, use some reason, use some logic. That's our human superpower, right? We are not animals. We do not just have to accept the thought that pops into our head, go off of the instinct. No, we can actually slow down, think about it, and use reason. Think of what's actually going on. And when we do that, it's easy to overcome our negative thoughts. I'm getting pumped. I got a good workout in before this podcast. So let's just get right into it. But before we do, if you haven't, please subscribe wherever you're watching or listening to this. It would mean the world to me. The show is starting to grow and I'm so happy about that. It's starting to pick up. The hard work is paying off and it would mean the world if you kept that progress going. Now let's do it. I'm going to talk about some common thinking errors, some examples, some ideas of what that might look like. And then we're going to think about the rational response to that thinking error, to that negative thought. Coming in at number one, we have all or nothing thinking, black or white thinking. That's another way it's commonly referred to. I like to refer to it, I just thought of this, so quote me if this ever blows up. I like to refer to it as Ricky Bobby thinking. You know, Talladega Nights, one of the funniest movies ever made. That's what I thought of when I was reading and learning more about these thinking errors, specifically about all or nothing thinking. This one is pretty straightforward. All or nothing thinking is where you categorize events or experiences into extremes. So it's either good or bad. There's no, there's no gray area. Everything is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. It's this or that. There's nothing in between, which is obviously not true. Going back to the Ricky Bobby example, if you've ever watched Talladega Nights, then you probably remember the line, if you ain't first, you're last. That is an example of all or nothing thinking, right? Ricky Bobby thought that if he didn't win the race, he was a complete failure, right? If you weren't going to be first, then there was no point in even playing. And the funny thing is, later on in that movie, when he finally meets his dad, I don't know exactly when it happens, but his dad comes up to him. And he's kind of having this breakdown, right? He he can't, he's having a hard time because he hasn't seen his dad in a long time. I don't remember exactly what happened, but that's that's what his dad told him when he was young. He's like, dad, remember you told me that? You said, if you ain't first, you're last. His dad didn't even think much about it. He just thought it was some silly little saying. And His dad even says, that doesn't even make sense. You can be second, you can be third, you can be fourth. I mean, come on, you can even be fifth. That is a perfect example of all or nothing thinking. Another example is thinking you're either great at something or you're terrible at something. So no matter what it is, you're probably good at some things and you're probably bad at something. So let's just say you don't do great on tests. So you take this Example and think, wow, I'm not good at tests. I'm not intelligent, so I must be dumb. Okay, that is obviously not the case. People just struggle with tests, right? We gotta think of the rational response. What would be the rational response to that? No, I just have a hard time taking tests. I'm great at other things. I excel in other areas. I excel in writing essays. I excel in um, verbal communication, right? I excel in public speaking. I'm just not that great at taking tests, but that doesn't measure my intelligence. Intelligence lies on a spectrum, right? It's not it's not all about doing well on a test. There are many other ways to measure intelligence. It is it's, it's such a wide category. So that is a common thinking error. Thinking that there is no gray matter in between. But if you take a step back, you can realize okay, that's just one area that I might not be great at, but I'm great at a lot of things. And in fact, This is a spectrum. Let's go on to the second thinking error. Another common one is overgeneralization. So this is taking one moment in time and extrapolating it to everything else. This might be a little more clear with an example. Imagine a friend or a stranger, really anybody gives you a dirty look. You You might quickly jump to the conclusion that, wow, this person gave me a dirty look. That must just mean everybody dislikes me, nobody wants to spend time with me, I'm not loved. All because of one single instance in time. We tend to overgeneralize and make things so much worse and make things untrue. But if we don't challenge that thought, it's easy to start believing it. So we need to think of the rational response to overcome that automatic negative thought. What might the rational response for that be? Maybe the person I saw was just having a bad day and they just didn't have a smile on their face. Maybe they were just looking behind me. Maybe they weren't even looking at me. Additionally, you can find evidence that supports that people like you, that people like spending time with you. Oh, okay, even if this person did give me a dirty look, I have great relationships with my friends. I love spending time with my friends. Our relationship is mutual. It gives. It goes both ways. We we share love, right? It goes back and forth. That is the rational response. So think of evidence that doesn't support that idea, that argues against that original negative thought. And then on the flip side, think of evidence that supports that you are loved, the complete opposite, the good thought, right? If you do both of those things, it becomes much, much easier to to challenge those thoughts, to get them out of your head ASAP. Another common thinking error is emotional reasoning. And this is kind of related, I think, to some of the other ones from what I've read. I might've just been misunderstanding it, but um, I see how this relates to a lot of mental health issues. Emotional reasoning involves taking your emotional thoughts and using them as support and evidence for a conclusion that is not true. When I was reading about this, I pretty much immediately thought about people who have a hard time loving their body even when they are fit and healthy. So an example of a thinking error or an automatic negative thought might be, oh, I feel fat, therefore I must be fat. As I mentioned, the person is already fit and healthy. The doctor tells them they're healthy, that the doctor tells them they're, they're doing well. They eat healthy vegetables, they eat their fruits, right? They don't have a high body fat percentage, whatever. For an example like this, again, we need to think of the rational response. We need to challenge that thought. We don't have to accept it as true. We have to look for actual evidence. So if you're a fit person who feels fat, feels unhealthy, you might remember that, oh, my doctor did tell me that I'm at a healthy weight. Oh, I do eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Oh, I do have a low body fat percentage. Just like the rest of these, if you slow down, think of the rational response, it becomes much easier to process that automatic negative thought to be able to get it out of your head. The last common thinking error I'm going to talk about today, there are a whole lot more, but I just wanted to talk about some of the ones that I thought were important, some of the ones that I see in other people, some of the ones I see in myself. it's definitely great to research some of some of the other thinking areas so you can recognize them and, again, think of the rational response so you can overcome those challenging, those, those negative thoughts. But the last example is minimizing and maximizing. A lot of times we minimize our successes, we minimize the good and maximize our failures, our shortcomings, the bad. This one made me think of sports, specifically baseball. So in baseball, if you go three for five, that is a great day, right? You're batting 600 that day, that's amazing. But it's very easy to think about, oh yeah, I got three hits, that's okay. They were only singles, one was a double, so I mean, that was that was all right, that was pretty good. But I struck out twice, or I popped out twice, that's terrible, I should never do that. Okay. Okay. Slow down. Right. This is not school. It's not like you got a sixty percent on a test. That might not be great, but in the in the realm of baseball, batting six hundred would be off the charts. That's amazing. That's a fantastic day. Again, think of the rational response. What what might that be? Oh, right. This is not school. It's not like I got a D on a test. I. I did really well. This is a sport. Baseball is a sport where you fail consistently. You can fail more than half the time. If you fail 70% of the time, you're still a great player. You will still be batting 300 and I exceeded that. So I did very well. There are a bunch of other thinking errors and a lot of times they go by different names, even though they pretty much mean the same thing as we saw earlier with all or nothing thinking um, compared to black or white thinking, right? Same thing, just goes by a different name. Uh, Some other common ones include shoulding, include, that sounded like a swear word, but it's not. Like, oh, this should be this way, right? (laughs) A couple more that I saw were labeling, just pretty much, as it says, labeling everything and personalization. So pretty much thinking that you're special, that you're always (laughs) right. Um, That's another common thinking error. So I'll put the link in the show notes for a couple of good articles, a couple of helpful articles that I read that, um, that I think could help you if you're struggling with automatic negative thoughts, if you're struggling with your thinking errors. Before we end this episode, I do want to say one thing that I think is extremely important. If you're struggling with a serious mental illness, if you're struggling with depression, anxiety, um, anything like that, it might be hard for you individually to just use reasoning, try to overcome your negative thoughts by using logic. I understand that that won't work necessarily for an individual who is having a really hard time. So I just wanna say, If this isn't working for you, if you're having a very difficult time overcoming your challenges, do not be afraid to reach out to a therapist, a close friend. You can reach out to a coach, a teacher. Sometimes this this is hard to do by yourself if it's a more serious issue. So don't be afraid to speak up and get help if you need it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it helpful. I meant to say this at the beginning, but it's the 20th episode. So that's kind of a another little milestone, another little accomplishment. So it's always good when when we hit something like that, when we hit another, another big number. Also, just hit 500 downloads, which is so awesome. Thank you so much for the support. That means the world to me. I'm so happy that the show is growing and that people are finding it helpful. It's just, it honestly makes me feel alive. Like it warms my heart and I genuinely mean that. A lot of times it's hard to recognize our own thinking errors, So don't be afraid to share this episode with a person who you think it might help. Maybe they're having some automatic negative thoughts and they're having a hard time overcoming those. Please share this episode so they can overcome those ants, right? those pesty, annoying little thoughts. Or, or share the article whatever you think is more helpful I don't really care how the people feel better if they listen to my podcast if they listen to somebody else's podcast if they read it in a book right I just want to help people and however they get helped is great so if you think this this episode will help them or something else don't be afraid to share with them right don't be afraid to reach out to somebody who you think is struggling again thank you so much for listening today This was a good episode. I'm happy with how these are going. I think I'm improving myself. Um, These are starting to get better and better. And I'm just loving the process. I'll see you next week on the next episode of Ion Motive. But until then, remember the Ion Motive. As always, live a charged life.